Blog Talk Radio. here so uh, do your thing and uh, tell them uh, a little bit about what we got coming on coming up tonight and in the future all right well tonight uh, uh, of course we have another big three guest show which uh, I know that uh, my partners uh, love very very much uh, we have uh, Dan, uh, Donnie Dahl from fully loaded wrestling uh, he's gonna be on with us uh, in about I don't know maybe 15 minutes or so uh, then we have uh, Serenity Zellick. Uh She'll be on after uh, Donnie. And then also the legendary James Ellsworth will be on with us. Uh, he'll close the show out tonight. And uh, next week we have a great show as well. Uh, we have uh, Becky Phillips. Uh, we have Laura Loveless. And the one I've been waiting for, Texas Patty. As uh, from Texas Patty Productions, she was uh, Miss uh, Penthouse Germany uh, 2017, and uh, she's also well known on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, she she could be uh, she could be a lingerie model, and she'll I'll have her explain that. Uh, so uh, that'll be interesting, and uh, yeah, so we're gonna have some fun. Now, uh, Granny, uh, I just got uh, off of my uh, job, you know, as you know. Have you had a chance to check in on Monday Night Raw at all tonight? 
Oh, I've been watching bits and pieces of it. Right now, we got Trish Stratus and Lita in the ring talking to uh, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James about their upcoming match, I guess, at the women's pay-per-view thing that they're getting ready to do. Well, you know, now let me ask you this. What uh, do you think them coming back to the ring is going to be a lot better than seeing The Undertaker and Triple H come back to the ring? Well, I'm excited to see Trish Stratus and Lita back in the ring. I really am. I mean, you know, I, you know, I remember watching Trish Stratus and Lita back in the day, you know, wrestle all the time. And I'm, I'm excited to see them back in the ring. So. Well, I am too. Now I'm just wondering if it's going to be like it, uh, you know, was in the past, you know, uh, how, uh, you know, Lita always used to, uh, you know, flash her thong a little bit and all this stuff. You know, I don't know if they'll still do that, uh, you know, and, you know, we all know that Trish Stratus used to be, uh, you know, have, have, wear the blonde locks. She doesn't really do that anymore. You know, she's not blonde anymore. So, uh, you know, I think... Well, she is still pretty- kind of blonde. I mean, she is still got the blonde hair going, so... You know, and, you know, I, lo- I love... You know, I always loved Trish Stratus and Lita when they were, you know, uh, when they were uh, a wrestling in the past, you know. Uh, they, you know, them appearing never, ever got old to me, you know. No, me uh, neither. Me neither. So, and, well, let me ask you this. You think it's going to, do you think it's going to be a blockbuster match? Or do you think it's going to be a, a squash match like, uh like they have I don't know. I, I I'm I'm hoping that it's gonna be I'm hoping that it's gonna be a really good match and not kinda like the match that took place between Triple H and the Undertaker. I'm hoping that I think the women can bring some excitement to the match. I, I really do because they've been working really hard and oh my goodness, they've just challenged Alexa Bliss and Mickey James to come to the ring right now. So, I mean, come in the ring right now. So, you know, I'm excited to see this take place. I really am. And, uh, you know, I have a feeling that it's, it's actually going to, uh, be a higher rated match than, uh, triple H and, uh, the undertaker. Uh, there was just too much crap going on with that match. And uh, it, it it just had a throw together feel, even though they did they didn't just throw it together, but it felt that way uh, because of oh, yeah. you know the interferences, all this other stuff, you know. But we'll see how they handle it, yep. and uh, we'll see if they can deliver what they say that they are going to deliver. And when I was on uh, Jordan Garber's show last uh, last night, uh, we had uh, Mike Messier on, and uh, he was talking about uh, how a lot of people are upset with the fact that there's a lot of, uh, lot of uh, stuff going on with the women in wrestling that they wouldn't let them wrestle in Saudi Arabia. You know, yeah, women. yeah. I, I, I actually called in 
and listen to the show. You know, I apparently Jordan didn't realize that I was in the queue, but hey, that's okay. You know, it, I enjoyed listening to Mike's interview, you know, that you all were doing with him. And I, it sounds like it's going to be really exciting to have him on our show here, what, in a couple of weeks, I think you said last night? Yeah, no, November 5th, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> so. That'll be awesome, so. But, and, uh, you know, we'll just, uh, I hate to keep saying, and, you know, I, I got to get, I got to get away from that, you know. <laughs> I, just did it, I just did it again. I got to get away from that. And I'm working on that. So hopefully it's one thing that I'll just start catching before I say it. But, well, you know, it it happens. I mean, it it sometimes, you know, you're you're talking and you're you know what you want to say, but sometimes the words just don't come out the way you want them to come out, you know, but um it'll be a, it'll be good. Everything will be good. So But I'm excited and, for tonight's uh, show and think it's going to be a great show tonight. And I just uh, I just got word that uh, our guest that we were supposed to have on Serenity uh, had to cancel out. So, oh my! However, the icon has always got a backup just in case. Well, that's uh, awesome. And, yeah, uh, and I do have. Uh, I'm working on getting that individual individual set up right now. And we will see. See if we can get a person fill in tonight. I, so. Yeah, I just got, I'm just trying trying to talk and type at the same time to let them know when to call in. You mean you're not you you're not a multitasker icon? <laughs> well, I am, but when I when I'm trying to uh, when I keep having to uh, read what I write and talk. Um, I understand that, so I understand. You know, it, it took me. I, well, let, let let me let me just mention this because we we you know it's kind of it's kind of a funny thing. You ever see the movie Stripes? Yes. No, do you remember yes, I have. in the movie Stripes when uh, Bill Murray, who I I don't like, uh, of course, there's a lot of people I don't like, but uh, Bill Murray, who I don't like. Uh, when he's uh, when they're signing up for the army, when they're signing up for the army, and he he sends Sammy, get well soon, and then the <laughs> yeah. sergeant says, "Now your name." What I did was I learned how to sign my name while I'm saying that line, and it really throws people off because like, you know, you're supposed to sign your name. Well, I did. You know, so I can uh, say, Sammy, get well soon. Yes, you can. <laughs> well, sorry, yes, you can. Yes, you can. And it's really fun. It's really funny. Did you well, uh, I do sir- anything this, uh, this weekend besides uh, yell at the TV for the Kansas City Chiefs? Well, you know, we I I I had wrestling for a cause, a big seventh anniversary show Saturday, which I'm going to talk about that 
and a little bit later, you know, in the evening. Um, great night. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, had a good time. Had some family time with my husband and my son. And my son brought his new little dog, Logan, to the wrestling show. And, of course, everybody just loved on Logan. You know, he, 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 uh, I got a picture of him wearing the little party hat, you know, because it was our seventh year anniversary show. So, you know, it was, it was an awesome night for WFC. Uh, lots of surprises, which I'll talk about in a little while tonight. So it was, it was a great night. Yes. And my chiefs, unfortunately, you know, they tried to make a comeback. God love them. I mean, and, and granny will be a chiefs fan no matter what till the day I die, you know, win, lose. I am devoted to my chiefs, you know, um, Mahomes came back in the second half, you know, did, they did really well. They, they, they were behind, 15 points going into halftime, 24 to 9 at halftime, you know, and they came back and they tied it up with like three minutes left in the game, which, you know, was 40 to 40, and they got down there. Dispatched them through. Seconds left. In- oh, we have our guest. So. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. He is one of my all-time favorite independent wrestling promoters of all time in history, as a matter of fact. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the owner of Fully Loaded Wrestling. He is Johnny Dahl. Hey, man, how are you? What's, what's up, guys? How are you doing tonight? Hey, Donnie, hey. how are you? Good. Can you guys hear me okay in there? In the well, I don't, I don't can. know if you can speak up a little. I don't know if you can speak up a little bit, but uh, oh, I can. Yeah, uh, we we can hear you. All right, so there we go. So, so how's the night going, so, guys? All right. Well, tell us. Uh, you know, we've had you on before, and uh, kind of refresh our uh, our um, our listeners' memory of who you are I and what am you do. The owner. I am the owner of Fully Loaded Wrestling. I am. Uh, we are a wrestling promotion out of uh, based out of North Dakota. Um, we basically run shows pretty much all over North Dakota. Uh, we're trying to expand to other cities. We actually are working on Iowa coming up soon next year over the 4th of July, which I'm really pumped about. Um, so, yeah, um, that's what I do. And um, I also, on the other hand, I am a DJ, too. I'm a full-time DJ, so... <laughs> So, and uh, all right, so we're going to ask you, uh, we're going to ask you some tough questions. We're going to get down to the bare minimums on uh, this interview. Okay. You have uh, an event uh, coming up, if I'm not mistaken. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it is this Sunday in um, this Sunday in Fargo. It's called All Hallows Eve. It's called All Hallows Eve. It's at the Delta Hotels in Fargo, North Dakota. Um, we have a lot of great matches. We have a championship match between Mr. Incredible and Tyler Colton. It is a last man standing match. I mean, you, you can't get, you can't ask for anything more than that alone. But that's only one match. I mean, it's it's going to be a great show. So. If you guys don't have tickets yet, make sure you go online, go to go go to our Facebook page and go to the event. You can click on tickets. 
to get your tickets there. So now, are you willing to uh, share the entire card with us, or uh, do we have to show up to find out? Um, I can show you some of some of the, some of the matches, matches, but I want, I'm not going to give the entire card out there. Some of the matches you just got to show up to. Okay. So. Well, well, give us uh, now. I'm going to ask you about this match, and I'm going to tell you uh, my uh, disdain for the one wrestler. Now, uh, it's rumored that a friend of mine, Mariah Plushy, is going to be there. Is that true? It is. She's going to be there. She's going to be in the corner of a one of our beloved wrestlers, Karen Noy. So, well, she's not because... beloved by me. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> She, she will not be a guest on my show. Uh, why, why is that? She, uh, I, I asked her, and uh, the last time she was on, I asked her, she said, well, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't want to no, know. I, I just don't want to do it. So, uh, I'm, so I'm upset. You're upset? And, well, you uh, know, she is, a, I mean, I, she is a really busy, busy girl. So, I mean... I mean, she she can't, uh, you know, she's she's wrestling quite a bit. She can't really go off of maybe it was just a wrong time. But I can talk to her and maybe get you on the show, get her to get, go on the show. I have a little okay. push with Kara. <laughs> so. Okay, and uh, we have uh... – we have Granny Helster uh, with us and uh, the Big Swing. He's uh, doing double duty tonight, and uh, we've been uh, having issues with our uh, with our call in numbers. So uh, Granny Helster will have to get connected back in. We have to deal with me for a while. Now I, All right. I've been to I've been to um, many of your shows, and I do appreciate uh, you letting me be a personal guest of uh, yours uh, when I'm there. And I always seem to have a uh, a great time when I'm there, but you have a guy uh, that's on your promotion. Uh, he's kind of a cocky dude, and he goes by the name of Sylvester Fox. He, his nickname yeah. is Fly. Now, I don't have issues with him personally, but professionally, I do. I want to. Yes. You know, you got a, you guys got a, a match with him in it, and he—if I'm not mistaken—is he still a champion? He is. He's a Fargo champion right now. You know, I would I would do anything to be able to walk to the ring with <clears throat> one of his opponents, uh, and I guarantee you, you you'd be able to sell out a week from Thursday if I was part of that card. <laughs> Well, you know, I can talk to our, we can talk to our, our, our uh, you know, our, I can talk to our, our talent. I can talk to our, our higher ups that we can, our, our circle of, of bookers or I can talk to them and see what we can do for you there. We might be able to make something work on that. So. All right. Hey I guys, mean, can you hear me now? Okay. I can hear you now. Okay. I'm back. So sorry about that. A little disconnection problem, but. Oh yeah, you're talking about that that me that me manager Sylvester J Fox. Oh, I tell you, Granny's had some conversations with that man. Let me tell you something. 
Well, that man has attacked me physically in my home, so I have a oh huge bone to pick with him. Well, do so. you need do you need Granny to come to North Dakota to protect you there, Donnie, and put him in a headlock? <laughs> well, I would have, as much as I would appreciate that. I do have a pretty good uh, woman that I, I I acquired the services of to kind of keep the protection of all uh, of my people there. And that's Mariah Prussia. She's going to be there to make sure Sly doesn't pull any of his slides. Well, you know, so. if, if, if Granny ever makes it up there to see fully loaded wrestling, I will be glad to um, lend my services to you, sir, anytime. Well, all right, Granny. I will make sure. I will make sure that uh, hey, you bring you on. I have been. Up. I I have been handcuffed to managers at WFC at Wrestling for a Cause. <laughs> so I have been. So you know, you want a handcuff fly to me for the night or during the match? You know, whatever. I, I'll be glad to oblige, sir. So that'd be awesome. You know, I, the, I am, the uh, sad thing is, Donnie. I got to ask you something. Uh, you know, we got. Uh, we got about uh, 23 here, uh, 22 minutes or so here with you, 23 minutes here with you. Uh, who Did you ever find out who gave Sly the address to your house? Well, I actually personally did because I was trying to reach out at the Olive Branch to him because he was upset when I took over as owner and, and appointing people as general manager, and he was upset with that. So I, I – I uh, gave him an olive branch just to talk to, talk to me and talk it over with me. But as you can see, he basically took that olive branch and attacked me from behind with it. And like I said, things, things happen to people who do that to the owner. <laughs> Let's just say that. So, and, uh, I, uh, didn't he, uh, earn a, uh, didn't he earn a suspension because of that too? He was. He was suspended through uh, our anniversary show last year. He didn't. Uh, he was not allowed to be at the event. So. And uh, uh, how, what was his reaction to that? How uh, uh, did uh, he still keep you on his Christmas card list? Uh, no, he de- definitely not. Um, the Christmas card list is any any boxes I get from Sly, I make sure I have to get sniffed by a bomb sniffing dog. So um. <laughs> better have that yeah, package x rayed because you don't know what's going to be in that box, there, Donnie. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that ain't you no know, fruit. Man, that ain't no fruit salad pie there. <laughs> you know, I I'll admit I myself. <laughs> You know, um, uh, you know, like Granny Hulkster and uh, the Big Swing. You know, we're big wrestling fans, and you know, I've been trying to do what what I can to get myself out there. There is a uh, we had a uh, individual on, and I'm not going to talk about this too much because I'll save it for later. But uh, we had an individual on last week, uh, an independent director that wants to do a documentary about the icon. Can you okay. imagine the exposure that Fully Loaded with Wrestling would get if there could be a segment of me working in your company as part of that documentary? Well, you never know. Like I said, you never know what's going to happen. We, we, we made a lot of change in the last six months with Fully Loaded Wrestling. 
There's other there's opportunities to be coming with fully loaded wrestling, so that could be that could be a, an option in the future. So, and you uh, you you know you mentioned you know you're the owner of uh, uh, fully loaded wrestling. I also want to give you a chance to uh, uh, pitch your uh, uh, your other company. Now, do you do you own a DJ uh, or do you work for somebody or do you own the company? I, I own a company called KD Productions. It's a DJ and uh, a DJ production company as well. So, so what, what do you do? Do you do uh, weddings, college? We, dances, we do we do uh, we do wed- weddings, corporate events, um, bar shows. Uh, we do trivia, um, like bar trivia. Um, pretty much anything in the production industry and the entertainment side of things. When it comes to DJ and live performance, we can we pretty much do everything there. Um, we specialize in weddings and in bar performances and uh, bar production and and I you know me personally I, I'm a touring DJ I tour DJ Donnie Doll if you follow and find me on Facebook DJ Donnie Doll on Facebook I tour I travel I'm playing in Watson this Friday night so it's pretty looking forward to that so you know so if and if someone wanted to hire you uh, to be the best wedding DJ. They can hire. How would they get a hold of you? What number would they? Call? Uh the, be- what, what the best. The best way to do. The best way uh, it's just to go on uh, kdproductions.net. www.kdproductions.net. And they can find uh, all your rates and everything on there. Yep, everything's on there. Yep. And you're, you know, I'm kind of curious about this uh, bar trivia thing. Uh, yeah. Like. Is it like uh, like a Jeopardy deal, or does everybody just um, sit at the table, or is it like competing against people? Uh, how does how does that? It's work? basically um, it's it, everybody's in teams, and they just basically we do three rounds of trivia, and uh, we do three rounds of trivia, and we uh, we have each team you know has an answer sheet and they answer as a team. And our, our trivia hosts go around and grade the answer sheets right, you know, during the game. So it's pretty cool. So now, do you do you set up the teams, or do people have to bring in their own teams, or can people show up and uh, like join a team? How 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 does that? Yeah, they can just show up. A lot of times they just show up and go. But we do have a trivia league, and they can form a league team, which we give away a thousand bucks at the end of our league series. So, well, let me ask you this then. If the icon wanted to be a guest host for that, are, are you are you looking for hosts for those things? Or is oh, it all we, we always we are always looking for hosts. We we always looking for hosts to run some trivia, definitely. So, and I don't want to sound egotistical here. Uh, of course, everybody listening will say, "Oh my God, icon's going again," but I'm going to do it anyway. I don't care. I could slide into that position just once. And you know if if I don't draw a crowd, you know I'll understand if you don't want me back. But I would like the opportunity to do it just one time, and then if it's successful, you can bring me back. If it's not, you can say, "Well, you know, Icon, uh, I got to move in a new direction." And (laughs) well, you know, here's here's the deal. I can I can I can get you in touch because you know I like I said, it's not just me. Uh, and who runs this company? I have a great team of people that's behind me that runs a lot of things for me, 
Um, so if I didn't, I'd be throw, I'd be pulling my hair out. Um, so they would be. Uh, I can put you in touch with our the guy who runs all our trivia, and definitely we'd definitely love to get you on to host a few shows for us. So and I would I would love to do that. Now, Granny Hulkster, uh you know you. Uh, we all know that you do not like the bad guys. No, I don't. And, uh, Absolutely despise and them. I, I'm kind of curious, Johnny. Who is the worst besides Sly Sloan? You can't say Sylvester Fox. I almost said Sly Sloan. Catch that? Uh, you cannot say Sylvester Fox because that would be too easy. Who would you mm-hmm. say is the biggest heel in your company right now? Hmm. Well, I would. It's a it's a toss up to me right now. I would have to say between TLC Tommy Lee Curtis, the Jack Jesus, what they like to call him, and of course, love him or hate him, and he he always gets under my skin at times, Mister Darren Corbin. Oh, now now Darren Corbin is a heel, right? Yes, he is. And I can't believe I just asked that because I just asked you to tell me who the biggest heel was. That... See, here's the thing about hey, Darren Corbin. Hey, attention, Ike. <laughs> just kidding. I know. Here's the thing about Darren Corbin. Now, Grady, you would not like Darren Corbin at all. I mean, he's oh, I'm sure I like... wouldn't. If he's a if he's a heel, I'm I know I wouldn't like him. So I'd probably well, have fun he... talking smack to him. Well, you know, he in a, in a way to me, he's kind of a cross between the Miz and uh, oh god, uh, Mr. Perfect's kid. Oh, uh, Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel. Yeah. Yeah. He he he's got he's got the swagger of the Miz. He's got the look of Curtis Axel. That's how I would. Now that's supposed to be that's a fatal four way match he's in, isn't it? Or can't you? Don't you want to talk about that? That no, he's in a. He's actually in a. Um, it was a fatal four way, but one of the wrestlers had a personal emergency happen, so he couldn't be here for it. Now it is a triple threat match. Oh, good. Because I thought what happened was you told him that the icon was going to be the audience, and he didn't want to. He didn't want to see me. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. So oh, it's a triple threat match. Okay, I was kind of, I was kind of, I was kind of hoping you laugh at that, Donnie, but I guess not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, let me share a funny story with let, let me share a funny story with you, Donnie, really quick. Back in sure, August, we get, we get um, I, I had to go to Little Rock for a convention, and of course, okay. you know, we were doing our 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 show a special Thursday night. It was on a Thursday night, so we were doing a special show. So Granny went out by the pool and was doing the show, sitting in a nice, comfy lounge chair, beautiful night, you know, swimming pool, sitting by the pool. Well, Sylvester J. Fox just happened to be one of our guests that night, and he asked me, he says, and, um, you know, of course, you know, Icon and Big Swing were asking me what what I was doing. I said, well, I'm glad you asked, guys, and I told them where I was at and what I was doing. And so I says, Granny, what makes you so important that you get to sit by a swimming pool while you're doing this show? And I said, Sly, I said, I'm so glad you asked that. I said, let me remind you, 
you forget, do you forget who you're speaking with? I said, I'm Granny Hulkster. I said, I can do whatever I want. If I want to sit by the swimming pool and do my podcast, so be it. <laughs> I just put him in his place. <laughs> That's good. You know, but he, he needs to but be he put in his me, place. He, 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 yeah. asked me, he asked me what made me so special that I got to sit by a beautiful swimming pool, you know, and I said, do you forget who you're talking to, Buster? You know, you're talking to Granny Holster here. You know, I am, I am in, in the state of Arkansas and Oklahoma and Missouri and Kansas states that I've been to that I went to wrestling shows, I am pretty famous around here where I live at. You know, I, I've been on nationwide TV for traditional championship wrestling on episodes. I mean, you know, I and I, I put a fly in his place, you know, so just saying. Well, uh, Granny Hawkster, I got some good news for you. Um, What's that? We are, so the um, North Dakota Sports Network, um, we are doing our, I'm trying to find the page for you so I can get exactly, so I can share it with you guys. North Dakota Sports Network, we are, we are broadcasting our show live on that, on that, uh, uh, on on Sunday, so it's going to have a huge impact of, of our viewership. We're going to be live on internet TV, basically, so you can watch the show live from where you're at as well. Okay, so what? How will I need to do that? Because so that will be it's a North. If you go to North Dakota Sports Channel. Mm-hmm. I'm getting all the I'm getting all the websites. This guy, the new new connection, new sponsorship we kind of partnered with to do this. You know, um, if you look up to if you look up North Dakota ND Sports Channel on Facebook, ND Sports Channel, you will see you will have all the ndsportschannel.com is the website as well, and you can actually watch the wrestling show live on there as well. So awesome. Awesome. So, yeah. I now, mean, uh, Donnie, um, we got about uh, 10 minutes here with you uh, before we wrap this up. But uh, the icon sent you a little script uh, so we can do uh, uh, get a little promo cut from you. So, uh, yep. you do have that? Okay, so I'm going to charge you off of five. And if we have to do a couple takes, we will do that. Uh, if not, mm-hmm. uh, we'll just do it once. So, I'll count you off of five, and then we'll see how it goes. Ready? Five. Four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Donnie Dahl with Fully Loaded Wrestling, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live with hosts The Icon, The Big Swing, and The Granny Hulkster. Perfect. Awesome. Great. You know, no, Icon, I kind of like that. He said, uh, he said, he said, The Granny Hulkster, and, um, now, now, I mean, that gives, like, the officialness to the Granny Hulkster. I like it. Yeah. I like that. I like that. There's only, <laughs> there is only one that. Granny, there is only one Granny Hulkster that I know of, and that's me. So, I'm the um, one and only well, that I, I know say, of. So. I would say, based on uh, following the internet and being in the radio community and, and wrestling community and things, uh, yeah, I, I've never heard of another one. So, yeah. Uh, I've heard of a lot of um, a lot of people pl- uh, playing off the Hulk name, but never never Granny Hulkster. That that's that's definitely unique. 
unique to our show. No, no, uh, Donnie, uh, can you, uh, tell us uh, uh, again real quick uh, what time the event starts, when the doors open, uh, yep. and when the icons show oh. up to give autographs. Okay. Um, we do have a seminar at 2 o'clock that day. Um, if you want to sign up for the seminar, just go to Fully Loaded Wrestling on Facebook. Um, you can actually uh, message our social media team, and they'll get you to sign up for the seminar. That's at 2 o'clock. Doors open at 5 o'clock for the actual show. Show starts at 6 o'clock. Yes. And then... Um, you can, like I said, you get tickets right at the door, or you can get tickets online. Um, also, we do have some VIP tables still available. So let all your people know out there that if they want to get a VIP table, get them now. So. Okay. And uh, uh, also, and then I know you mentioned before, you can mention again, if our fans wanted to uh, – find you for uh, your DJ service or find your wrestling company? Uh, do you have a Facebook? Do you have a Twitter? you got an Instagram? you got YouTube? Um, I, what do you yeah, got? Uh, well, for me, for DJ stuff, you look up, if you look up DJ Donnie Dahl on Facebook, you'll find me. Um, KDProductions.net is my company's website. So um, that's pretty much And then FullyLoadedWrestling.com is our wrestling website and Fully Loaded Wrestling. On Facebook is the Facebook page. Um, yeah, so we are we are pumped about it. Oh, one last thing I want to tell you um, tell you guys about something. We are doing a a training camp. What you say? It's the second week in November. Uh, it's a, like the ninth through the twelfth or something. It's a Thursday through Sunday. Hold on, let me get the dates on that exactly. It's November 8th through the 11th. We are doing a wrestling camp at Mariah Precious Gym with Frank uh, with, with with Pat Tanaka. So. Oh, that was that would be. Awesome. What, what is what does that cost to get in? That is for the it's it's to do that it's a um, hundred it's 150 bucks. Okay. For the for the camp. So it's but uh-huh. it's all. Four days of training. So, and uh, would uh, uh, would you guys allow the icon to come do this? Would we allow the icon to come do this? If you want to come train, definitely. <laughs> so, right. don't don't throw a hip. All right. Now don't okay. break anything, icons. So, well, you know, I'll tell you the one thing. The one thing I fear though most though is when I go there, it would be uh, uh, Mariah Prussia. Uh, working me, uh, working me over. That's that would be my biggest fear. <laughs> Why? Uh, I, can, I, I don't think Mariah. I, I don't think Mariah would beat you up too bad. I mean, she knows you. I, I think she she'd go a little easy on you. Well, you know, uh, she she always wants me to do my best and always be at my best. And uh, you know, she she expects a lot out of me. So. Uh, you know, I, I can understand that, so I will, uh, you know, because uh, awesome. I, I, I've, I've, I've done her workouts with uh, the Fargo Invaders, and uh, she, uh, she wants, to, she wants us to work it out, and she wants us to be our best at, at everything we do when we're with her. So, 
you know, can't, uh, you know, you can't, uh, you can't deny well, that. See, it's a good positive message. Stuff. I like it. It's a good positive message to, you know, to give to the kids. A good positive, positive message. But I, can, I think you could make an exception. I mean, MMA is a different type of thing. I, I like the idea of being the best you can be at everything uh, that you that you attempt to do. But I mean, if if McGregor and Khabib showed you anything, MMA is a different animal. So. Right, exactly. So. I'm sure she'd go easy on you for that. I'm sure, I'm sure she wouldn't. Perfect. She wouldn't fault you too much if you weren't as good at that. All right, Donnie. Uh, we're going to wrap this up here. Donnie Dahl uh, has been aggressive. He's uh, aggressive, right? Yeah, he's been our guest, and he's uh, he's always awesome. And I can't wait to see him Sunday. Uh, before we uh, let you go for the night, is there anything else you want to get out there? Uh, just go Vikes and have a good night. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Donnie. Have a great day. Thanks, Donnie. All right. Thanks. Bye. Donnie Dahl, ladies and gentlemen, fully loaded wrestling. Get your tickets now because the icon will be in the crowd and, uh, it'll be, it's going to be awesome. So the, um, the Vikings are coming to uh, Vikings are coming to New York this week. They got the Jets, and the Jets will lose. So, um, perhaps, perhaps. Um, Green Bay. We got. I, I'm covering the Green Bay game right now with uh, your buddy Aaron Rodgers there. We all know how much you love him. But but I got. Um, I, I do. I do. I do want to get this out, um, and I, I do want to ask you something. Uh, we all know how much you love venting. We all know how lo- how much you love um, when when something irritates you and something gets to you. We all know how how much you love doing it um, on the air and, and let's say airing out that dirty laundry per se. Uh, I was scrolling through Facebook here during commercial break of the Monday Night Football game, and there's a particular Facebook post. I was wondering if you wanted to address. Uh, about a particular location, a food location. Do you want to get this oh, out before sure. our next guest comes on? Okay. It, it, it's a little Caesars in Moorhead, Minnesota. Why, why, why don't you tell us why we should never go there? Well, here, here's the thing. I, went, I, I called them at 10.07 a.m., and I got, I got the listing on my phone to prove that that's when I called them. And uh, I asked to have a pizza ready by 11.45. I got Okay. So, so you give them an hour and a half to make a pizza. Okay. That's reasonable. Okay. Right. And uh, I got there, and they said, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I, I, I I forgot to make it, you know. And I was mm-hmm. I was upset. I mean, I was more than upset. I went full icon on on them, and I admit that oh, I was wow. wrong for I was wrong for doing that. And I know I'm wrong about it now. All right, but the thing is, as I'm as I'm venting, you know, the guy behind the counter says to me, he says, "Well, sir, you know." You're disrespecting me. We can take this outside, okay? Oh, now, is that what he's? I what? took that. Wow. I took that. I took that as a threat. 
Okay. Well, of course. And yes. I talked to the I talked to the GM about it today, and she's blaming me for the whole incident. She said, you know, they try they tried to refund you. You know, you kept on yelling at them, this and that and the other. Fine. Wow. You know, wow. I, but what about what about when he said, uh, you know, do you want to take this outside or, you know, I don't care about this bleeping job. Let's go outside, you know. And she said, well, what he meant was he was going to escort you outside and go right back in the building. That is not how I <laughs> Is that really what she said? Is that really what she said? Oh, my God. Wow. Yo, talk about, like, I mean, I get it. I get having your employees back, but, wow. I mean, okay. And she says, you know, these are teenagers, and you were yelling at teenagers. And she says, you know, I hope if you have teenagers, no one treats them like you did to, to my employees. And nothing's going to have my employees because I was in the wrong. Really? Fine. And then she says, we're going to ask that you don't come back here. And if you do, there will be problems. We'll have to get a restraining order on you. Wow. I'm sure that there are... I'm sure that there are plenty of other uh, Little Caesars in the greater Fargo area that you could go to. Um, but in a way, Icon, we do have our other guests on here, so I will uh, I'll patch them through. But uh, in a way, I, I see a lot of this, especially being in New York. You see a lot of this all the time. Uh, we'll get into uh, my take on, on customer service and this stuff after the next guest. So, Icon... Um, now that we got that out, and uh, we saw that he has an inner heel in there somewhere, um, I'm going to patch them through, and you can do your thing. I got to go finish this night game here, but I'll be listening and pop, popping in every once in a while. All right, ladies Press and gentlemen. Button. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. And walking down the aisle. He is combatant number two. Oh, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Shane Knowles, our man. Hey, Shane, how are you? I'm doing wonderful this evening. How are you guys? Hi, Shane. Was that not the Was that not the best introduction you've ever had? It was. It's in my top five. I'll put it that way. And uh, I sympathize with you when it comes to customer service at Little Caesars. Terrible. <laughs> Again, I'm glad I got. I'm glad I got you on my side because the general manager wasn't on Wait, my so side Shane, at you, all. Wait, so you've had a, you've had a, you've had a, um, and not that this is about you know your wrestling or, or anything like that, but uh, you you've had a little season then as well. Oh yeah, when you're on the road, I mean, Little Caesars is a go-to for the boys, you know, because hey, it's supposed to be yeah. hot and fresh and it's cheap, and uh, a lot of times uh, it's not so cheap. Uh, they'll screw up your order, which I don't understand. Uh, I mean. <laughs> If it says $5 on the radio, on television, in print, if that's still a thing, uh, then it's supposed to be $5. You get charged eight fifty, and uh, you tell them, I didn't order the extra most bestest. I want the simple pepperoni, hot and ready, from, available from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. pizza. And they're like, you know, they sit there and scratch their heads like, well, I thought you ordered. No, it's not what you thought. It's what I ordered. And I've had that happen on more than one occasion, so. Uh, Little Caesars left a bad taste in my mouth, and it's not from the cheap cardboard that they use for dough. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, now we've aired all this out, so now we can move on and talk <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> Here we go. All right. So, okay, so what we like to do is after I uh, after I introduce the guest, 
uh, we like them to give a little background about themselves. So if you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, we will uh, then we'll go ahead and ask you the tough questions. Sounds good. Uh, well, uh, thank you for the glowing introduction. Uh, Shane Knowles, I've been involved in the wrestling business now 11 years. Uh, 11 as a promoter, 7 as an in-ring talent. Um, mainly working in the southeast around Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, with a few shots in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Mississippi. But I would say Alabama and Georgia, or mainly Georgia, and Alabama are my mainstays uh, here in the southeast, where independent wrestling uh, is still quite a hotbed. Um, so um, seven years in-ring talent, 11 years promoter, uh, had the opportunity to work, uh, with goodness, countless names uh, throughout the years, uh, most of them good, some bad. You'll meet a few bad apples. I mean, they're probably a manager at a little Caesar somewhere, but I don't hold it against them. But uh, <laughs> I always say it's a crazy business, uh, but I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Okay. And, uh, you know, you mentioned, um, uh, you know, you're being a promoter and you're being an in-ring wrestler. Which, uh, what is more difficult uh, to do between the two uh, things. Uh, I would say promoting, hands down, because you're involved in so many different aspects of what's going on uh, in the event, the show itself. I mean, you've got to worry about uh, posters and advertising, social media, uh, getting ads set up with radio, sponsors, the actual setup, physical setup of the location, the venue you're running with, uh, the wrestling ring, the, the guardrails, the chairs, the concession stand equipment, making sure everything is tip-top. And I always reference a song, and yes, I'm going to date myself here, but a song by uh, the artist Jackson Brown called The Loadout, where he says the only time that seems too short is the time that we get to play. And for me, uh, when I'm in the squared circle, that's the only time where I'm focused just on professional wrestling and the match that I'm in and don't have seven or eight other things cycling through my brain at any given time. So definitely pro- uh, promoting is much tougher. And, uh, I, you know, I hope you won't take this uh, question the wrong way. Uh, and if, you know, if you don't want to answer it, I'll understand. But being a, being a promoter compared to being a wrestler, what makes the most coin? Well, uh, if either. On a good night, it's a promoter. Uh, I don't think that's any secret. On a good night, it's uh, the promoter that's uh, invested his coin, uh, so to speak, into the show itself. Uh, as a professional wrestler, uh, you know, if you can find a promoter that's going to give you a guarantee, uh, regardless of what the house draws that night, then more power to you, because sometimes those are few and far between. Uh, a lot of times, you know, you get the, uh, well, we didn't draw what I thought we'd draw, or sponsor didn't come through with the money, and you're left standing there uh, with your hands in your pocket. So, uh, I would say more lucrative on the promoter end, but, uh, you know, as a wrestler, uh, d- depending on what the payoff is at the end of the night, you know, you're not going to lose any money. I've had some several occasions through the years as a promoter where you walk out of there and, uh, unfortunately, you're somewhere in the red. Okay, and as a promoter, uh, do you do guarantees or do you not do guarantees? Uh, I am proud of the fact to say that I've done guarantees since day one, uh, since the first event we promoted uh, June 25th, 2007. Uh, anyone that's new, uh, by the way, my promotion is Peach State Wrestling Alliance, uh, PWA. Uh, that is PeachStateWrestlingAlliance.com. I'll go ahead and get a cheap plug out of the way for the website. 
Uh, from day one, I told the boys and girls that come in and work, um, you know, whatever I promised you in contact, that's what you'll get. Whether I take a loss or whether I make money, you'll get yours. And I've always tried to build a good bond with that. And, I mean, the boys are smart in some respects, those that work several times, you know, for the same promotion. They understand there's nights that are a little bit better than others. And something I've tried to do is uh, do a bonus. Um, you know, case in point, <clears throat> you know, if you've got a crowd at uh, 150 people and this person's getting their guarantee, well, when it's time for one of the uh, signature shows, one of the big events of the year, if we're going to draw somewhere in that four to 500 range, then uh, the boys are going to find a little bit extra in their envelope at the end of the night. I think that just builds a good rapport with talent. Now, uh, when you're doing the promoting thing, and uh, I, I, you know, I, I hope you don't mind these kind of questions, uh, you know, because usually what I do is before I have uh, someone on, and I do appreciate you coming on on such notice, uh, such short notice to bail me out. I do appreciate it. I, I owe you a lot. Uh, that's why I made you that collector's card. I hope you liked it. Uh, Thank you very much, sir. And uh, we'll let you do another cheap plug at the end because we used to say those to the end. But anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to throw that in there. Uh, when you're when you're uh, promoting uh, with your with your uh, company, uh, how often do you have shows? You guys do uh, once a month, uh, bi-weekly, once every other month, uh, once every quarter. How often do you guys do your show? Uh, bi-weekly. Uh, if- Depending on if there's just a couple of changes in the calendar throughout the year and that, that has creeped up on occasion, uh, we are normally running every first and third Saturday of each month. And how many wrestlers do you have in your promotion? I'd say currently uh, on rotation, and this would just be, I would go from uh, certain angles and storylines going back to April. Uh, we're looking at somewhere between 20 to 30. Uh, of course, you know, one guy may work the first Saturday of the month and come back, uh, then not work the third, then come back as we cycle in and out. But, uh, on a, I mean, uh, we normally run at least six matches. Uh, and I would say that's normally, that's the minimum. Uh, of course, on big nights, you're going to have somewhere in that seven to ten range for like a super show. Now, would you be able to hook us up with uh, some of your wrestlers and uh, uh, have them uh, on our show? I'd be glad to. Um Again, just meeting you guys, I'm not exactly sure who you're familiar with, but currently the uh, PWA Heritage Champion is Sal Renaro, um, who I've always been a big fan with ever since he worked for Ring of Honor uh, and TNA. Uh, He's made his home now in Georgia. Uh, For those who haven't seen Sal uh, since he was doing the shots with ROH, uh, he's back in peak prime condition. I know he used to be the FIP champion down in Florida back when uh, CM Punk, Jimmy Rave, Samoa Joe, we're just getting their starts as well. But uh, currently uh, the PWA Heritage Champion as of June 16th this year is Sal Renaro, and uh, I'd be glad to try to set something up with him if you guys are interested. Okay, and then do you have any women wrestlers, or do you just have uh, men? You know, we do. Uh, actually, uh, it took us nine years to get on board with this, but PWA started a women's division uh, in 2016, uh, and currently the PWA Women's Champion is Danny Jordan. Uh, who currently resides in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I know she's been doing some training uh, with one Mr. Hughes, as well as over at uh, DDP Yoga, not far down the road. And she's come a long way in a short amount of time. And uh, if you could uh, hook us up with her as well, and I I, I promise 
Dad, if you could hook us up with her, unlike some of the other female wrestlers who have restraining orders against me, uh, that will not happen with her. <laughs> I, I appreciate that because I've been, I've been, I've been uh, doing cheap jokes all night, and I finally got a reaction, so I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. I, I'm with you. Uh, humor is life. Uh, you know, I appreciate good puns and clips, so keep them coming. Laughter like is good for the soul. It's like I keep saying, you know, my jokes are funny, but you guys always forget to laugh. But that's another story. <laughs> now, when laughter you, is good when for the soul, Icon. Yeah. You know, now, when you're wrestling, uh, we'll go back to we'll come back to your promotion in a second. But when you're wrestling, were you uh, were you a babyface? Were you a heel? Were you an in betweeny? Or did you let the crowd decide what you were that night? Um. Well, for the first, um, I'd say for the first four years of my career, I was a babyface. Then in uh, 2017 and the major portion of this year, being a heel, and I mean, it's no secret, uh, I'm not the only person who'll say this, it's more fun being the heel, especially in 2018. Uh, It's so much harder to be the babyface now, uh, because I think a lot of people in the crowd, whether they're truly smart to the business, uh, they just... You know, it's that aura of, uh, I mean, you can go through any cool heel, you know, Ric Flair, Triple H guys that, you know, are working hard to get heat and may do it, but you're always going to have a portion of the crowd that just adores you because you're the outcast or you're not the guy that everyone's supposed to like. Um, I've certainly enjoyed working heel. I think I'm a more natural heel um, in the ring because that just reflects more of my personality. I know I'm being very nice and uh, cordial to you guys here, and I promise that is uh, what most people say or most people see on a day-to-day basis. But there's just something when you tap into your uh, your inner heel that just channels that. It's harder for me to be uh, to be a baby face. And uh, for those of uh, you uh, who don't know, and uh, at the end I'll tell you how they can find you, but uh, now I hope you don't take this comparison the wrong way, but to me, Shane, uh, it looks a lot like Ryback. And uh, he's a, he's a cross between Goldberg and Ryback. He's built like Ryback, and he's got the Goldberg look. Would you, is that a safe comparison or not? Well, I appreciate that. I, I get uh, a mix of Goldberg and Andre Agassi, who has never been in the wrestling business, a tennis icon. So I appreciate that. Uh, the Ryback uh, comparison, uh, major bonus points for you, sir. And I would uh, say maybe even get your vision checked if you have it lately. Uh, all jokes aside, <laughs> no, I, I I, I well, do you know, get the uh, Goldberg you know, comparisons I, quite often. I, I do, and I do appreciate you calling me sir, even though I've never been uh, knighted. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so in your uh, promotion now, do you, uh, do you go out and find uh, the wrestlers uh, to join you, or uh, do they come and find you? How do you uh, how do you go about that aspect? Well, as Peach State Wrestling Alliance uh, gained more notoriety through the years and became a place uh, where the boys wanted to work in the Southeast, which I'm very fortunate. Sometimes I'm still amazed that that happened, uh, you know, because word of mouth uh, through the boys, you know, like you need to go to Peach State. They draw crowds or you need to go to Peach State. They'll actually pay or you need to go to Peach State. They'll put you in a position to succeed and, uh, you know, own your craft in front of a large audience. Uh, one thing I like to do, um, and I just started this about two years ago. 
on weekends that my promotion is not actively running or I'm not booked to wrestle somewhere else, I love to just get in the car, get on social media, find a show that's maybe within uh, two and a half hours from home. Don't tell anybody I'm coming. Buy a ticket, you know, because, hey, we all, that's one of my biggest pet peeves, too. You'll always see people say support independent wrestling, and I never want a free ticket. I always want to buy a ticket. I always want to buy my concessions because I know that stuff costs money. Everyone wants to say support independent wrestling until it comes time to reach for the money in the wallet and actually put something back into the product. But I like to go to those shows, you know, wear a ball cap, tuck it down, and just scout talent. I like to look at guys that, you know, I've never seen before, uh, get a contact on them, and talk to And I think that's something, you know, it's no different than a baseball scout looking, driving through towns across middle America and checking out some, uh, some hot pitcher or some catcher that's, you know, swings a good bat. And I think that's something that's really helped because then you get out of your core base of wrestlers that people know. You get a chance to, um, you know, maybe go see somebody in South Carolina and bring them to Georgia that uh, people in that area aren't familiar with. So now would you, would you kind of say that, uh, and forgive the comparison question, but would you kind of say that you're trying to uh, do what uh, Eric Bischoff did or what the New York Yankees did, get all the best talent for yourself? You know, it's hard because of uh, budget and payroll, uh, which those things are go in one hand and the other. It, it's difficult to do that. Um, and I never like to use the expression blow our wad. I mean, if we have the best wrestlers, just say in the state of Georgia, where my promotion runs 95% of the time, if we had all of them under one roof all the time, I, uh, it's almost, you know, after that runs its course, what do you come back with? Because people have been conditioned to, okay, this is tremendous up and down the card. Uh, what do you, what you got next? People are always looking for the next best thing. So trying to play that delicate balance of, uh, you know, give them their money's worth and more, but always know you got something down the pipeline you can come back with. Now, uh, can you tell us uh, what is uh, your your next event, when it is, how fans can get tickets, where it's at, uh, how many matches you got planned, uh, what do you got going on? Sure. Our next event is Saturday, November the 3rd, the first Saturday in the month of November, November 3rd. It will be at the legendary VFW Fairgrounds in Carrollton, Georgia. And that place holds a special place in my heart because the the VFW Fairgrounds was a regular stop for the National Wrestling Alliance in the 70s and the 80s, as well as WCW did house shows there uh, about every other month on Fridays. Uh, And then when WCW closed, uh, the late Dusty Rhodes, rest in peace, uh, the Dream started his promotion, Turnbuckle Championship Wrestling, which operated out of that venue from 2002 through 2006. So since we've been in there, uh, it may not mean a hill of beans to a lot of people, but to me, that building, that venue has a lot of legacy. It has a lot of heritage, and uh, I don't take it lightly. But November the 3rd, VFW Fairgrounds in Carrollton, Georgia. There will be a 7.30 Eastern start time with doors opening at 6.30. We are pleased to uh, have WWE Hall of Famer Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff uh, we'll be in the house that night for a special meet and greet, photo ops and autographs uh, for all the fans. Um, of course, I don't have to tell you guys. I know you're you're uh, wrestling historians. I mean, it's a pretty cool deal to me to have the guy that was in the main event of the very first WrestleMania uh, in the house because you know, I certainly remember watching that back in the day. You know, and I don't know if you can do this, 
and I'll understand if 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 you, if you can't. But the, uh, Paul uh, Paul Orndorff was one of my uh, was one of my uh, very favorite uh, uh, of all time, and I've been trying to get him. Uh, I've been trying to get a hold of them. Uh, maybe you could pass my information to him and contact me. I'd appreciate that. Absolutely, sir. I'd be glad to. And Orndorff was one of my favorites as well. My finishing maneuver uh, as an in-ring talent is the pile driver. And I know a lot of people say, well, that's a Harley race maneuver. That's a Jerry the King Lawler maneuver. Uh, for me, it was Paul Orndorff. Uh, so I'm hoping November 3rd I will be in action that night and uh, maybe can hit a pile driver and ask Paul for some tips uh, after the match. But uh, there will be six matches uh, on the card. You can go to PeachStateWrestlingAlliance.com. That is our official website for the promotion. Also, Peach State Wrestling Alliance on Facebook as well as Instagram. And we are on Twitter at TheRealPWA. Okay. And... Um... How, how many matches do you have uh, set up, or have you not set that up yet? Uh, we will have six matches for November the 3rd. Uh, we've only got maybe three of them uh, confirmed as of now. Uh, I will mention that our next event will be Saturday, November the 17th, and that will be Battle Bowl, uh, the old WCW pay-per-view. We did that as a yearly event 2012 through 2015. We haven't done it in three years, but uh, – uh, God bless the fans for having some long memories. Uh, the, the, over the last year, they started asking, when are you guys going to do Battle Bowl again? You know, that's two rings, 32 wrestlers, uh, eight tag team matches with 16 random drawn at random uh, tag teams. So uh, that'll certainly give us an opportunity to get more names uh, on the card and give some guys some exposure. And uh, that's where I was talking about some of those trips. In the last month, uh, went down to uh, – Went down to Florida in between the uh, St. Augustine, Jacksonville area, and uh, I think we've got some good talent coming up from the uh, from uh, the state of Florida to come up for Battle Bowl. But, uh, yeah, I'll definitely see what I can do uh, for you for, uh, for Paul Orndorff. I mean, straight shoot, he's been nothing but nice. And, has uh, I mean, he's filmed promos for us to use for uh, our website, social medias, whatnot. Uh, we've got a radio interview set up for him in the local market uh, the week before. So uh, I don't think it would be a problem to get him to come on with you guys as well. Now, uh, uh, I sent you a script uh, to do a little promo. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take care of that now. We have about uh, uh, 13 minutes with you, uh, if our, uh, if uh, unless our uh, other guest uh, that's supposed to be on with us flakes off. It sounds like he might be doing that right now. If not, uh, we'll just continue the interview. But uh, what I'll do is I'll count you down for five. We have to do a couple takes. We'll do that, and then we'll uh, proceed. You do have the script, right? Sounds good. Start that to you. Okay, ready? Yes, sir. Five, four, three. Hey, this is Shane Knowles. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. Awesome. That's, a, that's now, awesome. You know, we, uh, I, uh, I always uh, ask every independent wrestler uh, this question, and uh, not one wrestler that I've asked this has answered it the same way. I, I figured I'd usually get the same answer, but I never have. So I'm going to put this to you. We all oh, I like that, it. Let's you know, go. <laughs> okay, we all know that the WWE, you know, is the big dance. And uh, the thing is, though, when you get to the WWE, they say you can do this, you can't do this, you have to do this, 
you know, you can't talk to these people, you can't interview with these people. But as an independent wrestler, you basically control your own destiny, get to do what you want. Now, is the WWE still something that you strive to do, or is that too far off the radar now at this point in your career? Uh, I would say my aspirations, uh, if I were to be affiliated with the WWE, I would hope it would be something uh, backstage as a producer or uh, working as an agent with talent. I think as far as uh, in-ring, that would be something that, uh, I mean, just being completely honest, I don't think that would be anything down the pipeline for me. Um, I It was in 2016, you know, whenever WWE comes to a local uh, – well, I say local town. When they come to a big market, they always use some of the local independent wrestlers for spots, whether it be uh, as security to break apart a pull-apart brawl. or you know, th- Their names are never mentioned. They barely get any screen time. They're just part of something with a bigger angle with some of their stars. Did have the opportunity to do that in April of 2016 at Phillips Arena in Atlanta uh, alongside Jimmy Rave, Sal Renaro, Logan Creed, a couple of guys like that. And, it is amazing. You know, we all read, we all hear, but I mean, even just being there, um, they had us get to the arena at three o'clock. And of course, as we all know, Raw doesn't go live until eight Eastern. But just seeing the way the big dance is ran, uh, everything from catering uh, <clears throat> to uh, parking, everything how they handle themselves, I mean, it really is uh, almost like a movie style setup uh, all the way through. I mean, they had. You, you all, I mean, I'm a big fan of the television show How I Met Your Mother, and Barney Simpson's always like, I've got a, a doctor guy, I've got a haircut guy, I've got a lawyer guy. I feel that way with WWE. Vince has a guy for everything. Uh, it may seem like the most minuscule task in the world, but he's got a guy everywhere. And I just stood back and just surveyed, you know, how they run like such a well-oiled machine. Everyone knows their place. Everyone knows their part. And they pull it off, uh, you know, every 52 weeks a year and, uh, been going, been going strong. All right, and then uh, we got a, a few minutes here with you. Uh, now, if uh, our fans wanted to check you out again, uh, what do you got out there? Do you got a Facebook? You got a Twitter? You got an Instagram? You got a YouTube? Uh, you got a, a a love for the icon? What do you got out there? <laughs> well, I keep I, I use the old adage, kiss, keep it simple stupid uh shane knowles that is n-o-l-e-s a lot of people like to spell it with a k even to this day uh shane knowles you can find me on facebook as well as twitter uh there's no fancy underscores or handles or anything it's just at shane knowles as well as on facebook uh instagram as well Uh, i'll even give out my email address if anyone's interested in coming to work for peach state wrestling alliance or you'd like to train or uh, you know, if you'd like, I'd be honored if you'd have me on your event. That is Shane Knowles at gmail.com. Um, you can reach me any variety of those ways. I always answer. It may take me an hour or two, uh, but I'll always get back to you. And uh, for everybody that doesn't know, Shane Knowles Wrestling. <laughs> you see how I did that? I used your name in there. Oh, hey, I, I use that myself, man. I, I've used it. Uh, I'm a knows it all. When it comes to professional wrestling, but no, I uh, oh, I, I, oh, great! I, 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 been try, I, I was hoping that I could uh, get some uh, kudos there, so I could uh, charge you a uh, a fee for uh, using one of my ideas. But you already use it, so that just blew that all the heck. Well, I was going to say whichever <laughs> one's of us head and gets the copyright trademark first. So, all right. Well, I'll tell you what, we do appreciate it. Uh, our next guest is uh, getting kind of antsy. 
uh, and uh, I will be in contact with you. I'll uh, send you my information, and then uh, hopefully uh, by uh, I'll, I'll talk to you on uh, Messenger. I'll send you the address. Maybe you can send us some autographs and stuff. Get us in touch with Paul Orndorff and your champions, and we do appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time and for having me on. You Thanks, guys have Shane. a great rest of your evening. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I got to, uh, you guys, uh, I'm going to call and get our guests on right now. So the deal is, uh, once I'm on, we got to go right to them, okay? So if you okay. guys, uh, you guys talk amongst yourself, but as soon as you hear me come back on, say, hey, guys, we got to go right to it, okay? Okay. All right, hold on. Did you get to keep it? 
I actually um, borrowed it from a friend of mine. He wrestles on the independents as Ruckus. He uh, <laughs> he had that suit for years, and I borrowed uh, it from him, and he let me keep it afterwards. It was cool. It was a big moment in my career, and I'm glad to still have it. So, oh, so they didn't have to custom make it, which was really, really cool. Now, you're, you are currently wrestling uh, independently with a, a good friend of our shows. Uh, I believe your your tag team partner is Gilbert, if I'm not mistaken. I uh, team up with Gilbert sometimes. We have a blast. He's a good guy. I've known him um, for most of my life. And, you know, we're both Baltimore natives. And, yeah, he's a, he's a fun guy to be around. And uh, now you guys have uh, won the championship a couple times. We won the tag team titles at Adrenaline Championship Wrestling on the Independence. AdrenalineWrestling.com for those of you who want to check that out. And yeah, we had a good time doing it. It's always fun being in the ring with old Goldberg, teaming with him, against him, or what have you. It's a good time. And uh, now I believe that uh, you also, uh, and uh, his name escapes me right now, but his uh, he's a guest that we had on. Uh, uh, a long time ago, his name is Mike Breck. I think his name is. You know what I'm referring to? I think is, Mike, his name is it. Michael Breck. Yeah, Michael Breck. Yeah. Uh, I guess yeah. you're. I guess he's a neighbor of yours, and you guys are childhood buddies. Uh, Michael Breck. Yeah, he works for my uh, independent wrestling promotion. I was just talking about under the name Buzz Striker. Okay, and uh, so now you own your own promotion then, correct? Yes. And uh, how often uh, do you guys uh, do your shows? you do it uh, uh, every other week, once a week, once a month, uh, a couple times a month, once a quarter? Uh, we do, um, like this year, I've ran seven shows, and I have two in December coming up tonight so whenever i get a chance i'm booked a lot especially on fridays and saturdays so whenever i get you know like if i look two months out and i have a friday and a saturday open i like to um you know run my own shows that way i have dates and i can make some money and do my thing so uh can you uh tell us uh uh give us a little preview of what your next show is uh like where it's going to be if they can if tickets are available uh uh, the location where it's at, the name of it? Yeah, um, December 28th, Hanover, Pennsylvania, the Hanover Armory. And December 29th, in Perry Hall High School in Baltimore, Maryland. TheDrawingWrestling.com will have ticket information for their shows very soon. Now, would you ever uh, – now, do you, do you wrestle for your own promotion, uh, correct? Yeah, yeah, have to. <laughs> All right. Now, would you ever uh, would you ever think of uh, having the uh, icon come down and be your manager for a couple matches? Um, well, you would have to show me your resume and your credentials, and uh, you know if you have a face for uh, to put on a wrestling show. There's a lot that goes into being on a wrestling show. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you, I, I uh, uh, my resume, I will admit, is not very impressive. However, I do have. The, the best finishing maneuver is called the junk punch him in the man business, but the referee. Yeah, are you sure that's a good idea? Like on that's a disqualification in ninety five percent of wrestling circles. Uh, James, you'd allow it, wouldn't you? Well, if it's as long as it's behind the referee's back and he doesn't see it, it's always good. <laughs> <Fair power. laughs> turn around, fair play. If the referee's heads turn around. It's fair play. 
right. Now we got about uh, James Ellsworth is our guest here. We got about uh, ten minutes with him. Uh, uh, ten minutes left with him, uh, and uh, we're going to do this real quick. I had uh, sent you a script so we can uh, have you do a little promo for when we play back your interview. Uh, we'll go ahead and do that now. Then we'll uh, ask you some more questions. If that's okay. Um, okay, I haven't read it, but <laughs> let me see you. I texted it to you. Hey, it's James Ellsworth. I should air live with the Hoops. The iconic big thing, the Granny Hawkster. Yep, that's the one. Yep. Okay. All right, ready? I'll catch you up for five, then we'll do this. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is James Ellsworth, and you're listening to the Attitude Air Live, the Wicked Host. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, uh, Granny, uh, I know that you have a quest- uh, question for uh, our guest, so go ahead and then, uh, Big Swing, you can ask yours, and I'll ask a couple more, and then uh, uh, we'll let uh, we'll let James go back to his training. Well, first of all, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I have been for years. I'm not a wrestler by the name. It's just a nickname that was given to me because I like to holler at all the bad guys. But what was it like to be part of the WWE? I mean, I watched WWE a lot. What was it like to be a part of that? Oh, it's great. It's a dream come true. It's what we all inspired. Uh, it's where we all aspire to go in wrestling. And, um, you know, I've had a lot of fun, and I've got, you know, more with them coming up. And it's just it's a blast. It's an absolute dream come true. That's awesome. And uh, when uh, you uh, when they when they made the call and put you in the uh, WWE Hall of Fame because you deserve to be in it because you, you've you've done a lot. I'm not like I said, I'm not saying it because it's you, but uh, is, is the Hall of Fame something that you'd want or no? That's something I need to work um, a lot harder for. Of course, that's the final destination in professional wrestling is WWE Hall of Fame, and I'm going to try to continue to work very hard to get there. And uh, I'll let you know. Uh, you know, I know that uh, in the WWE they give you uh, they give you escorts uh, to carry your bags and do this and that. But I'll tell you what: if you ever find that you need someone to carry your bags or shine your shoes or uh, fold your socks or you know whatever, uh, you know I'm up for hire. If uh, you know if you're hiring for that kind of position. Oh man, I do my own thing, man. I carry my own bags, tie my own shoes, wipe my own ass. You know, all the all the stuff you need to do. But, <laughs> you know, I'm good to go. And uh, are we uh, going to be able to see you back on uh, uh, Monday Night Raw or SmackDown anytime in the near future that you know of, or not? I just keep watching, man. You never know when I'll pop up. And uh, I, uh, um. I uh, I do appreciate uh, you being on with us, uh, and then hopefully uh, you know you'd be willing to uh, come back on again at some point uh, with us because uh, you know it's not that often that uh, uh, you know we get to talk to our heroes. I mean, all wrestlers are heroes, but you're uh, we always uh, would talk about you, and I know that. Uh, you know, uh, I always made some comments about your chin, and I do apologize for those now because you're on with us. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's great that you could uh, take time on your schedule to join us, and uh, 
we hope that you'd be willing to join us again at some point. Uh, yeah, we'll see. You never know when the future holds, and uh, you guys keep doing your thing, continue to grow, and, and maybe we'll see you one day. Awesome, sir, and I'll tell you what, we appreciate it. Uh, you've been most awesome, and uh, I know you got a busy schedule, so uh, uh, thank you for taking time to join us, and uh, you're awesome. We appreciate it. All right, thank you guys Thanks, very James. much. I'll see you soon. Thanks, James. Thank you. Bye-bye. Gentlemen. Oh, what that was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, I I expected him to be on a lot longer, so now we got uh, we got thirty five minutes of time to fill. So, uh, what uh, what do you guys want to talk about now? <laughs> well, you know, I can share kind of what happened at WSC this weekend, Icon. If you want me to talk a little bit about well, that. Well, yeah, let's, let's talk about it. What what matches? Uh, what happened? What? Uh, how many did you draw? What did you got going on out there? Okay, well, we had our seventh year anniversary show for WSC. Now, <clears throat> this is actually only the third year we've actually done an anniversary show, but the organization started in 2011 for a little boy named Ryder who had cancer. <clears throat> and um, we probably had about, oh, I'd say probably about maybe 150, 200 people maybe. You know, I mean, it it was pretty packed house like always. Um, had a lot of good matches. Unfortunately, our um, director of operations had to be out of town uh, we lost a very good friend in the wrestling business, and his funeral was Saturday um, down. So Stryker was down in Texas. So Dexter Hardaway was our uh, temporary director of operations for the night, and um, the main event was, of course, Tim Rockwell versus Paul Puerto Rico for the WFC Heavyweight Championship. Now there was a stipulation made last show by Stryker that. None of the villains could be at ringside, no weapons. If there was any villains that showed up, villain security, that the belt would be stripped from Tim Rockwell and be placed on Paul Puerto Rico. Well, Dexter had everybody, referees come out and check everything, and, you know, no villains allowed. And um, they allowed Tim's crowbar, surely, to be at ringside. Yes, fans, I said crowbar. He uses his crowbar, and her name is Shirley. Well, <clears throat> needless to say, the match was going on, and that was the main event of the night. Needless to say, the referee, one of the villains came out to distract the referee. Tim tried to use Shirley on Paul Puerto Rico. He tossed the crowbar into Paul's hand and Tim fell down on the mat like, you know, Paul had hit him with the crowbar. Well, the referee knew better. And so he banned Shirley from ringside and needless to say, Paul almost beat Tim that night. Unfortunately, Tim had a set of brass knuckles in his knee pad and, you know, but, um, it has been brought to our attention that Paul will get his rematch, I think, sometime next month, and no weapons allowed. And so Paul will have a, another chance to get the uh, heavyweight championship back from Tim Rockwell. Um, 
WFC Tag Team Champions. They were in a gauntlet match. Uh, They had to face every single team in the WFC locker room. And it got down to Cruz and Crane, and they thought that they had won the match, and they thought that they were going to keep their belts. Well, lo and behold, here comes Dexter Hardaway again. No, boys, we're not going to play this game. We've got another tag team. I've got a big surprise. And we had a couple wrestlers in WFC by the name of Riker, the Wizard of the Sea, and the Creole Soul, Mr. Nasty. Well, the villains took out Mr. Nasty a few months ago. He had to have surgery. Well, before you continue, I just got a question. Now, Mm -hmm. are you friends with all these guys? Do do they all know Grady Hulkster? I'm just kind of curious. Oh, yes. I've known a lot of these guys. Some of them I've known for several years. Some of them I've only known for a few years. But, yeah, everybody knows Granny. So... Let me ask you this, Granny. How come you have not had them contact the icon? You've had a few, but you know, I like it. I'm working. I'm working. I'm. I'm. I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Okay. I've been trying to work on that. I've been trying to get Tim Rockwell to call in for our show, and he's he is the founder. I got him. Oh, do you have book? Okay. 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 I have him booked. But uh, the other thing is, I do got to apologize to you real quick. Uh, but before the apology comes, I'm going to let you continue your story about Mr. Nasty. Go ahead. Okay. So, anyways, uh, Mr. Nasty got taken out by the villains um, several months ago. He had to have surgery. We did not think that Mr. Nasty was going to be back. Well, Nasty has come back, but he is now known as the Reverend Bishop Nasty. And lo and behold, Icon, they start playing this music. Nobody knew who these people were. All of a sudden, up on the marquee screen, on the TV screen, it says Riker and Nasty. And they came out, and oh, my God, I thought the roof was going to cave in. Everybody started screaming, including me. We were all hollering and clapping and jumping up and down for joy. Well, needless to say, our new WFC tag team champions are Riker, the Wizard of the Sea, and the Bishop Nasty. And Granny is very, very, very happy about that. (laughs) I love it. Well. Well, and I'll tell you what, and you can uh, hopefully explain to these individuals that sent me messages on uh, Facebook last week. Okay. Now, uh, we had a guest on last week. He was our third guest. You know who I'm referring to? Brian Thompson. Brian Thompson, right. Mm -hmm. Now, apparently you guys have a history. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. To be honest with you, I did not know that you had a history because you would recommend I ta- contact him, but I mm-hmm. had no idea that you had a history. And oh, yes. The thing is, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, well, what, what is it that you want to know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, here's the, here's the thing people wrote me on Facebook the next day after the show, and I got responses on Wednesday and Thursday. 
and Friday, uh, but because I guess people are listening to the show, uh, not necessarily live, but they're listening to the replays. And uh, people got upset with me because Granny Hawkster is my co-host, and I was uh, I was uh, uh, getting her in trouble with our guest. Now you weren't getting you me to, in trouble. You got to understand something, Icon. Why don't wait before before you got to help me out with this? Okay. Let them know that it was all in fun, and I did not. Well, they'll probably say, "Well, he's telling her to say this." You got to let them know the the situation on what what is with you two. You have to let them know so they don't okay. chastise me. Okay, okay, okay. So this this is okay. Take it going. Okay, taking away from WFC for a few minutes here. We're going to talk traditional championship wrestling. Okay. TCW used to run in the state of Arkansas. They did shows in Fort Smith. They did shows in Clarksville. They did shows down in Mississippi, which Granny did not get to make it to those Meridian, Mississippi shows. Uh, They did a show in Nashville. Um, They opened for the Tennessee State Fair, which we got to actually go to that show in Nashville for my belated birthday gift. Okay. They still show the old reruns of traditional championship wrestling on TV down in the Little Rock area. They used to tell it. They did TV tapings for their shows whenever they were in Fort Smith, Clarksville, Granny. I mean, even when they went to Nashville, Granny and family were there. Okay. Um, I've known Brian. I met Brian Thompson back in... 2011 when I went when I first went to my first TCW show down in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Okay, I have known Brian Thompson for well, pretty much ever since TCW had been running, you know, and everything. So, um, we yeah, we have a history, but it was all in fun, fans. I mean, the icon was not getting Granny in trouble with this guy because Brian Thompson likes to talk a lot of smack to Granny. But Granny can talk a lot of smack right back to Brian Thompson. Now, I didn't get the opportunity to do this, and I wanted to bring this up. <laughs> but um, this was after TCW quit running. Uh, they did their last show um, November of 2013 in Portsmouth, Arkansas, called Last Stand. And Tommy Dreamer... Um, King Shane Williams, Americos, and Scott Phoenix was part of a eight-man tag team elimination match against the Empire. That was the main event. Well, they got down to Tommy Dreamer and Matt Riviera. Well, Tommy Dreamer grabbed my cane out of my hand. And Matt Rhodes, who was my favorite commentator for TCW when it was running, he was my favorite commentator, He's like, oh, my God, he's got Granny Hulkster's cane. And Brian says, Granny, what do you think you're doing? This isn't fans. Bring your own weapons match. And, you know, and, and Tommy used my cane on Matt Riviera during the show. Well, you know, it, it was all in fun. Now, um, after TCW quit running, um, there was a show in Benton, Arkansas called NWA Summer Clash. Uh, that's where we got to meet AJ Styles at, and he was really an awesome guy. Uh, AJ Styles, uh, rock. Mhm, mhm. He was the rock AJ and roll Styles? express. Yes, yes. The AJ Styles. Okay. Yes. 
Uh, Rock and Roll Express was there. Ricky Morton, Robert Gibson, Bushwhacker Luke was there in attendance. Um, just an awesome, awesome show. It was like 4th of July 2014 in Benton, Arkansas. Um, a lot of the guys that wrestled for TCW were there wrestling for the show. Brian Thompson was managing a guy by the name of Roosevelt. And um, needless to say, Brian Thompson got his pants pulled down after the, after the match. <laughs> and I was going to tease him about his boxer shorts that he had on. Sure. But I never got the opportunity to. But that's okay. You know, but no, fans, um, the icon was not getting Granny in trouble with Brian Thompson. I, like I said, um, I am friends with beautiful Bobby Eaton. Um, I, you know, Trevor Murdoch wrestled for, came and did a show for TCW. I've got to meet people like um, I'm a Dallas Page, Jake Roberts, Matt Hardy, Mickey James, uh, Zach Gowan, um you know, like I said, the Rock and Roll Express, um, you know, Bushwhacker Luke and everything. I mean, you know, every I've gotten to meet a lot of big names when TCW was running back in the day. And it, it was one of my, I mean, I actually have a shirt that my friend that made my original granny shirt for me, she made me a shirt that said Granny Hulkster, Queen of TCW, you know, and I would always wear it when I go to, when I went to TCW. Um I have a lot of good friends in the wrestling business from different federations from over the years. But, yeah, TCW was a lot of fun. Brian Thompson and I, we had a lot of fun. We were at a, a legend show in Harrison, Arkansas, and Brian Thompson was like, Granny, what do you think you're doing here? And I said, shut up, Brian. I didn't come to see you. I came to see Bobby. And Bobby told him, he said, Brian, you better leave Granny alone, or I'm going to have to hurt you. So Bobby's one of my very good friends. So, but um, yeah, I know these guys, and like I said, a lot of them I've known for many years. Some of them I've only known for a short time, you know, especially at WFC. But we have a good time. We have a lot of fun. And uh, you know, uh, we've. Uh... You know, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, the promotion, uh, you know, off and on, but, you know, we really haven't let you go into depth about it. So I'm going to, uh, since we got, uh, we got, uh, I don't know, 15 minutes here, 16 minutes before the show ends. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask you some questions about it and then, uh, you can, uh, you know, let us know, uh, some other things that, uh, because people have been asking me, uh, these questions, about this promotion that you talk about, and I don't have the answers, so I'm going to ask you what I've been asked, and then you can uh, respond, and then okay. I can uh, either have them listen to the show, or I can tell them what you said. When uh, do you guys run your shows? Uh, we usually run um, WFC once a month now however this month we we did our anniversary show sat this past saturday we are doing a special halloween show um the 27th of october in claremore oklahoma at the vfw we did it there last year for the halloween show but normally they run once a month now when wfc first got started they did like one show they did this first show for writer and that was actually before 
they came up with the the title of Wrestling for a Cause. I mean, basically, the very first show they did was for a little boy by the name of Ryder. Um, and then they did, and then my first time of actually getting to go to WFC was in 2012 in Broken Arrow, the fight for Chelsea Brooks. That was my first time getting to actually go see WFC. Now, over the seven years that WFC's been running, I have probably made every show, with the exception of about six or seven shows over in the past seven years. Now, normally we... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, normally... normally, you know, they, like I said, they started, you know, and then they gradually started doing, um, you know, they did 2012, they did another one, um, you know, 2013, they did a couple in 2013. They started gradually building up the amount of shows that they started doing. But in the past seven years, Wrestling for a Cause has grown so much, and it's getting so much bigger as each show takes place they started running once a month. Um, now we are going 2019. Um, we've done shows in the Tulsa area. We've done shows in Owasso, Oklahoma, Claremore, Broken Arrow, Wagner. Um, we're going to be doing a show, I believe in January, I believe it's going to be, um, Bristow, Oklahoma, uh, they try to do when they're doing a show for a specific child that they're helping. Um, they try to do the show like in the town or close to the town where the child lives in. Now we have done shows. Uh, matter of fact, the anniversary show that we just did Saturday, we did not have a specific child we were doing it for. We actually did it for um, the Claremore Wildcats, which is a Special Olympic softball team. That's where the money was given, and all the money that they raise fans on merchandise, concession, ticket sales, merchandise, everything, it goes to whoever they're helping, whether it's a child or an organization, the wrestlers, they all donate their time. They don't get paid for doing this. We all volunteer our time. I don't get to promote, help them promote like I want because – I live in Arkansas, and due to health reasons, I can't go around, put out flyers, and, you know, like, do, you know, like, when we go to Walmart, hand out, you know, uh, brochures and, you know, flyers for for the event that we're doing, you know, due to my health reasons. So Granny's part of my contribution with helping with WFC is, um, when Tim needs shirts picked up, uh, the guy that does our shirts is in Fayetteville, Arkansas. So I'm like less than 10 minutes from Fayetteville. So I pick up the shirts for Tim, and then I take them to the show for him. That way he doesn't have to have them chip, or he doesn't have to have make a two-hour drive from Tulsa to go get the you know to go get the shirts when he needs shirts. And then I always try to bring something for the raffle or or silent auction, whatever we're doing for the show. That is Granny's contribution to the show of what I try to help with. So, All right. So uh, 
How uh, often uh, do you uh, uh, are you in Tulsa, or are, are you not in Tulsa that often? Well, we we have done some shows in Tulsa in the past. Um, the last show that we did actually did in Tulsa was in January of this year. Um, lately, we've been doing a lot of shows in Claremore, which is kind of nice because then I don't have to drive clear to Tulsa. You know, Tulsa's right about right out of two hour drive for me. Um, and usually when I go, I go early in the morning especially when I have to take shirts, um, I'm like there all day long. I'm like there from early during the day up until the show gets over with at night and I head back to Arkansas. So, you know, it's a very long day for Granny when I go to WFC. So, Well, you know, the uh, the thing about, uh, you know, Tulsa, and I know that people, uh, they listen like, well, you know, geez, he's going to go off again. Well, not really, but uh, everybody knows that uh, one of the teams that I have major disdain for, Oral Roberts, is in Tulsa. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so that's why I asked if you, you've like uh, been ever been around Oral Roberts, the campus at all. No, I I, I have not, but um, you know, I, I think I've been near it, but I don't think I've actually been that close to it. You know, um, like I said, we we've done a couple different places in Tulsa. We did uh, some wrestling shows at the New Beginning Community Church in Tulsa, and then the Roseville Event Center. We did several shows there. Um, like I said, Owasso, we did the Ryder Cup show, which this year was the um, was the first time we did a two-day event for the Ryder Cup show, and next year it's going to be another two-day event. So WFC is really, really growing, and it has been growing for the past seven years. So um, a lot of great people, a lot of great volunteers, staff. Um, I'm proud to call these people, not only my friends, consider them family. I'm glad to be a part of a, such a great organization. So with uh, with your involvement, uh, and you do do a lot of stuff for them, uh, and you have a big passion about it, which is really, really cool. Now, if uh, people that are listening, uh, whether it be live right now or on replay later on, if uh, they wanted to donate or help out, are you guys looking for people to help out? Uh, are you looking for donors? Well, they're, I mean, they're always, you know, they're always looking for people to help. I mean, whether, you know, and if it's a wrestler somewhere that wants to come be booked at Wrestling for a Cause, uh, they do have a Facebook page. Uh, they can actually, you know, go to their Facebook page at Wrestling for a Cause, WFCCharity.com. Um they can email Tim at his email address, um, which I don't have it in front of me right now at the moment. I'd have to look it up, but uh, but it's probably like Tim at wfccharity.com. Um, and it also on the WS on the Wrestling for a Cause Facebook page, it has a contact phone number where people can contact um, them. You know they can donate money. They have they have a 
a website set up where like people can order tickets, they can make donations to to, to wrestling for a cause. I mean, and and I do have and you know because I, I love kids. I mean, I love kids anyways. But I'll tell you, um, I have such a passion for this organization because I have met so many great families and their kids through this organization. I I have made so many new friends through Wrestling for a Cause in the past seven years, you know. Um, and it's just, it, it's very near and dear to my heart. Now, uh, with, uh, with Wrestling for a Cause, how would you compare that to, like, what the WWE does with Connor's Cure? Is there any similarities at all or not, none? Well, it's, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, because it's pediatric cancer, you know, so, you know, there's the similarity there, what they, you know, WWE does for Connor, you know, Connor's cure, you know, it it all ties in with the pediatric cancer. Um, What I love about our anniversary shirts, um, and anybody can go to my Facebook page, because, I mean, they're always posting pictures of me at at WFC, you know, my my seven-year anniversary shirt, you know, I couldn't determine what color I wanted. The last couple of years, I've got, you know, and and the, the design is on the front, you know, and then and then on the back, we put the child's name that we've done shows for. Now, the ones in yellow are the, are the kids that have, you know, lost their battle with cancer. But um, this year, Granny, you know, they they had a really cool red one, and I liked the design because it had seventh anniversary. It had the gold, the red, the white, and I thought, oh, Chiefs colors. <laughs> so I bought a red one this year because it's it reminded me so much of my Kansas City Chiefs colors. And um, we took my son's do- little dog Logan to the show with us Saturday, and. Um, He had a great time. Logan had a great time. You know, he slept through most of the show, but he loved getting the attention. And they were had little party hats, so we put one of the little party hats on Logan's head, and one of the photographers took Logan's picture, you know, with a little party hat on his head. (laughs) But it's it's a great time. I mean, you know, and, and, of course, getting back to WFC, you know, Tim was like, this has been going on several months, you know, Tim – can't you know Tim can beat Paul Paul can beat Tim Paul can't beat Tim you know and it's just back and forth back and forth back and forth well you know um it's you know it, it it's I'm I'm glad to find out I was glad to find out that Paul Puerto Rico is going to get his rematch against Tim Rockwell for that heavyweight because Tim is the only villain that did that actually got to keep his championship belt Alex Royal was in a tables match against Tommy Dean and for the hometown heroes championship belt. And, um, whoever got table first lost the match. Well, Alex Royal did get thrown through the table, but John Cross, who used to be part of, uh, the bill, I mean, who used to be the WFC heavyweight champion for, for several years, you know, several months. Um, he's actually he's not wrestling anymore, but he's been helping the villains out. Um, he was actually the one that actually took out Mr. Nasty several months ago. But him and Alex switched places really quick. So the referee thought that 
John got thrown through the table, not Alex. And we were trying to tell the referee different. Well, you know, if the referee doesn't see it, it doesn't happen. Well, JD, who used to be partners with Alex Royal when they were known as simply the future, um, they were WFC tag team champions for quite some time and they were part of the Caballero cartel and, Anyways, J.D. comes out with his Ryder Cup trophy because he was our Ryder Cup winner this year at the Ryder Cup Memorial Show in June. And he said, you know, John went to shake his hand and and J.D. picked up John and put, put him in his finishing move and took him out. And, and he says, Alex, you would have done this to me. I'm doing this to you. I'm cashing my, my Ryder Cup in. And he took out Alex and pinned him one, two, three in the ring and got the hometown heroes championship belt, which Alex Royal was not very happy about that. But um, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you know, so really, the only title that did not change hands was Tim's title for the WFC heavyweight championship belt. Um, we had uh, Barrett Brown versus Aaron Anders. Aaron Anders just got back from Japan not too long ago, and and he was at our last show in September last month, and he actually um, made a challenge to Barrett Brown, and Barrett Brown came up and faced him, and that was just an amazing match. Barrett Brown did end up winning the match, um, and Barrett Brown, you know, he I've known Barrett, I I met Barrett Brown back when traditional championship wrestling was running. You know, Barrett's one of my friends from TCW days, him and his family, his his mom and dad, they're very supportive of Barrett. Um, he's been in the business several years. He's, he, I mean, he's, he's made several appearances on WWE. Um, he's been training out in Los Angeles at the dojo for New Japan Wrestling. Um, he just got back from England not too long ago. Uh, and, uh, that was a real, I mean, all the matches were really amazing for the anniversary show. I mean, it just, it seems like just when you think they've outdone themselves or that they couldn't do anything better, they throw something in there that just totally blows everybody away. And that's what I love about WFC. I mean, you never know what to expect. I mean, you know, and it's just, it, it's just, it's amazing. And, um, I'm so blessed to really be, you know, even though I am not a wrestler, I am really blessed to be a part of such a great organization. And, um, I don't know, uh, if you guys heard this or not, uh, uh, there was a uh, a tweet that went out by Vince McMahon. Did you hear about it? Mm-mm. Uh, he says, and I don't know if this is real or not, but this is what I this is what I got so far. Uh, Vince McMahon tweeted out, "We heard your complaints, WWE Universe. We have ended our relationship with Saudi Arabia and have canceled WWE Crown Jewel. We are, however, pleased to announce the Greatest Survivor Series will air live from the progressive nation of North Korea." Only on the WWE network. Oh, wow, sort of, uh, <laughs> man! Now the thing is, uh, we had uh, talked to 
uh, Mike Messier about this uh, yesterday uh, on uh, Cut the Promo podcast. Uh, thank you, Jordan Garber, for letting me be part of it. So you can check him out Sunday nights uh, from uh, 10 p.m. to midnight uh, Central Standard Time on Cut the Promo podcast. And uh, I guess he's going to have a special Saturday show uh, this Saturday starting at uh, 9 o'clock. I got a guest book for him uh, for that, and I'll probably be part of that. Then hopefully, Granny, if you're available, you can call in, and hopefully you'll get on this time, which would be nice. But uh, the way I understand it is fans are – I got ticked off because Saudi Arabia would not let uh, the women wrestle in Saudi Arabia because they had their uh, inferior to women over there. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so I guess the WWE has stepped up to the plate and decided to uh, end their relationship with them. And like I say, I don't know if that is correct or not, but it looks pretty. Uh, it looks pretty uh, serious to me. It looks pretty official to me. It looks pretty true to me. So, yep, we shall see. Yeah. How many times are we going to see the Shield versus uh, Braun Strowman and uh, you know Dolph Ziggler? <laughs> Drew McIntyre and Dolph like, Ziggler. <laughs> I mean, that main event was it been the last four weeks now? Has been that main event? Something like that. Yeah. It's a little annoying. A little and, annoying. Uh, Icon. Uh, we, we got about. We got about. Well, we got about 66 seconds left to go here. Who's on with us next week? Uh, well, we have uh, Texas Patty. Uh, as I said before, she is uh, uh, Miss Penthouse Germany uh, 2017. And we have uh, the probably the prettiest uh, female official referee in history. Uh, that's Becky Phillips. And we have... Uh, the Siren, Laura Lawless, on with us next week. So that would be, that's wow. what we got. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. So we will see you guys next week on Monday, the number one interview wrestling show and flat out podcast period on the internet. This is Andrew Live. Dead man walking. Yeah.